Wake up, live in destiny. Awake, awake, O Zion. Clothe yourself with strength. Put on your garments of splendor. Shake off your dust. Rise up, sit enthroned. Free yourself from the chains on your neck. Isaiah 52, 1 through 2. We have seven imperatives here. Awake, clothe, put on, shake off, rise up, sit enthroned, and free yourself. These are specific words for a specific nation being called by God to embrace its salvation and live in its designed destiny. But can the follower of Christ find some nuggets of principle in this? By the way, salvation is not only our initial regeneration and new birth, it is the ongoing deliverance we can experience as we grow in our faith. The word salvation is used in Scripture to refer to both. While salvation only belongs to our God, Revelation 7.10, there are specific things we can do to lay hold of it. We are not static beings enslaved to fate, merely puppets on a string controlled by some master playwright, completely void of choice. God invites us into the process. The invitation was spoken clearly, Come to me, Matthew 11.28. The power behind it is the Father's drawing, John 6:44, And the fact that we can even do so is made possible through the atoning work of the cross, Hebrews 4:16, Hebrews 10, 19-22. The stage is set. God has laid out the red carpet for our salvation. The choice lies with us now. Shall we take Him up on the invitation or ignore it? Seven responses here track our entering into our own designed destiny. Let's look at one. We must wake up. The Christian is prone to wonder, as the old hymn goes. We can get dull in our spirits, fall asleep at the wheel, blind to our own spiritual lethargy and the hellish advancements flourishing all around us. You can hear it in modern preaching that touches nothing of relevance, in spite of its unending efforts and attempts to make theology practical. You see it in modern Christian subculture, where worldly ideas continue to push its boundaries. Things that were unthinkable 20 years ago are now normal in many Christian environments. Couples living together before marriage, filthy mouths, soft stances on homosexuality, radical feminism, and unfiltered entertainment, just to name a few. James says pure religion is to look after orphans and widows and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world, James 1.27. How are we scoring on the pure religion personality test? For us to move the right direction in our holiness before the Lord, we must wake up. We must interpret the signs of the times in which we live, Matthew 16.3. And we cannot do so if we are slumbering. Rather, We must see the corruption that lies about our society and see it in our own compromised living. When someone's house is on fire, love sounds an alarm loudly to wake them up and save their life. God will go to the extremes to try to wake us up from our slumber. And this is not mean and uncaring, but God graciously and lovingly giving us a rude awakening. Our first step toward fulfilled living out of the seven, is to wake up. And this waking up is a choice.